Welcome to Conversation with H. And we have a super guest with us today, founder of and blogger on Gospel Hydration and record label Hydration Records. Radio presenter on Premier Gospel. Make sure you go check that out Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah, Wednesday evenings, 11 to 1 in the morning. 11 to 1, go check that out. He's an international traveller, a bookworm. He's a husband to Beth, he's a father of two sons. I introduced to you, Derek. Is it Chi? Chi, yeah. See? No, you got it right. A lot of people say to Chi or something, (laughs) but it's Chi, it's Chi, yeah. So for those who don't know who you are, Derek, how would you describe yourself? Um, I like to see myself as like a background person, but even though I'm a background person, I'm a support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, you know, it's funny because even my name, my name actually means um, strong tower, but also at the same time, there's there's um, vehicles called crane, like cranes, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. called derricks. So yeah. it's like okay. you actually use them as a support. So it's weird that, like, I feel like that's where I'm positioned as mm. a support, but also that's what my name signifies yeah. as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, so I would say that I'm a support. Um, I love being in the background, but also seeing people grow and prosper, mm. like in. Um, like especially like creatively. Yeah. So I love like excellence and people actually improving and increasing on their craft as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I love to just be not just someone who views it, but someone who can support and invest into that as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's who I would say that I am. <laughs> so away from Derek, the, the guy who's trying to push yeah. gospel music forward, who is Derek the man? Derek the man. Um, that's that's a di- that's a difficult one. <laughs> now, it's, it's not difficult because I know I know who I am, but it's like more. Um, so Derek the man, I would say that I am. Um, um, or are they one in the same? Yeah, I feel like they're quite what they're one in the same, but also I'm someone who likes to. Um, I would say like give a lot of love and see things mm. like through to the end and really try to help where I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, whether it's music or whether it's like outside of that, I like to be able to be in situations where I can literally contribute, mm. but um, not just contribute, but actually really contribute. You know, you get a lot of people who might, they'll just do things f- for charitable reasons, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not really, that's not their heart. Yes. But I like to just really do things and see things through to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely that person as well. Now that sounds yeah. good. Give me one moment from your childhood that you remember. Um, one moment from my childhood. I would, I would probably say um, one moment that really impacted me was probably in primary school when mm. I used to play rugby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, primary school and secondary school. And you used to play rugby in primary yeah. school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 but in primary school, it's tag rugby. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so um, we had, like, um, so in Kent, they had um, the national uh, um, rugby tournament. So, yeah schools from all the areas in Kent used to come together and do a big tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the, um, our, our team, our school won yeah. the tournament, but then there was a picture that got taken of me and I was in the newspaper, like, yeah. in, in primary school. And I was like, for me, that's a big achievement. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. also, it's funny because my, um, my parents, like, always, like, saw my brother more as the more um, kind of sporty really? guy. Yeah, and then me... I was like kind of, I was just there, but I was kind of like, as you would say, like an average person at everything. Got you. But then obviously rugby was where I felt 
Like I really loved it. And then yeah. I had that picture in the newspaper. My parents actually kept the newspaper wow. and was showing all their like um, friends and family as well. So that yeah. was that was definitely a big moment for me. Like when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah. So how did that um, those types of moments that you you have when you keep impact you now? Um, I'd say I'd say it impacts me a lot because it's like them them moments were to me it. it it showed me in a place where I actually had fun as well, mm. as well as excelling at something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, did, I didn't really, and it was something where it was almost second nature to me and not yeah. something that was forced. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, like some people are like, oh, I'm going to be the best at this. Yeah. For me, that wasn't that. Yeah. I was just playing and I was enjoying myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was a kid as well and I was just playing. <laughs> yeah. And then my pictures in the newspapers, so yeah. wasn't, it wasn't even a thing that I was trying to do or trying yeah, to get there. Yeah, you weren't trying to get the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. It just happens. It just happens, yeah. Enjoy. So yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah. that that's, that really that kind of brings me to now. Like, yeah. and I, I really feel that I do continue to do that now as well. So now like, I'm very like easy and laid back and, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I don't take things too seriously or don't try to, even if I've got like, I don't know, a big audience or whatever, I don't, yeah. I don't try and, say that, oh, okay, because it's here, I'm going to act like this. Like, to really? me, I, I just stay consistent and yeah, yeah. just continue to do what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. So what was your family dynamic like growing up? Um, you spoke about your brother. Yeah. So I would say because I'm, I was the eldest, mm. like, I feel like there was a lot of pressure on me. Yeah. But also I felt like because of I was the oldest, there was, there was that pressure. But my brother, who's just below me, yeah. he got a lot more of the love I felt like okay. support but it's because I had like a higher expectation of me yes so it's like that put me in a place where cause you know when you're a kid you don't know what you want to do no, 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 like no, even no. in secondary school you don't know where you want to go you yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. if you want to be this or be that I, I didn't find what I wanted to do until like maybe late 20s nearly really? yeah and it's interesting because in school you kind of when you're just about leaving I think that's the hard part when you just leave year 11 and it's like okay what do I do now do I go do I go the uni way college yeah so it's like you're trying to figure out what do you what is it you want to do but Mm. no one really knows what they want to do at that time really no you don't you're just kind of trying to go with stuff that you're kind of good at yeah if I'm good at this maybe I should be doing this (laughs) yeah that's what that's what it is and I felt like my parents like you know a lot of our parents want to try and guide our decisions and my dad wanted me to go into electrical engineering and so I've done that for a year at college. Yeah, well, you're I, I, Yeah, nah. I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not an electrical engineer. <laughs> I won't do that at all. I used to come home with headaches from because of the soldering. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that was bad. That you was weren't bad. feeling it at nah, all, not, not at all. So I've done, I've done that for a year and I told my dad that I didn't want to do that no more. He was upset, but... I, I couldn't do it. So, so when you told your dad you didn't want to do it, what, yeah. what were you telling him you were going to do instead? I said I wanted to do media. And then obviously, oh, that's, that yes, I hope, yeah. 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 He was like, what, can you get with media? <laughs> so I guess he wasn't, he didn't see the vision. <laughs> no, he couldn't see the vision. But most parents can't where you're saying that you want to do media or do something. Yeah, yeah, because you know what it is? When they look at like people on, say like a YouTube or they look at yeah. people who are doing like TV, they can't, they see people like, unless you're at an elite level, yeah. you're just at the bottom with everyone else. Like yeah. there's not other stages or levels you can kind of go to. Yeah. Um, 
So that's interesting that you told your dad you wanted to do media. So when did he start like supporting the media? Was it when he saw like the output of it? Um, yeah. Okay. So so it was it was after a while though because I think for a while I remember even while I was doing gospel hydration and yeah. even when I was earning a like good enough salary which kind of rivaled like a normal yeah, yeah, like yeah. nine to five but still I think even at that time I would still go to auntie's houses and they're saying oh when you're going back to uni or when you you know what I mean and yeah, it's still it's still, still like that yeah, yeah so yeah. I still get that conversation but now it's a little different because they're seeing a lot more and now they're like I'm on Premier Gospel and then yeah, the ones that listen to Premier yeah, Gospel, so they're, they're like, like, oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. how you're making the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they start to see it. But yeah. it's weird that people don't support it until they see it, really. Is that's it? everything, though. Yeah, it's true. That's everything. So it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that as well because was there a moment, you know, because you talked about the media, having that conversation with your dad, was there a moment, you know, in your, in your life that kind of changed your trajectory um, in your adulthood? Was there a moment that happened that changed that or changed um, your plans? I would say probably like what put me a lot more on track, which is quite interesting, is when I became a lot more serious with my faith. Mm. Because before that, I was kind of like, uh, like, I believed in God and obviously yeah. my parents went church and brought, yeah, me yeah. To, brought me to church. But you know, there's that moment that just clicks with you. And I feel like that moment, I think I was about probably 18 and the funny thing is, uh, you had Earl on your show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, So yeah, me yeah. and Earl kind of grew up together. Okay. So, so we, 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 we were, we were um, like, we, it's funny because we were both unsaved when we met as friends. And we both, were Christ, we, we both became, became Christians Christian. at the same time what? and in the same church as well. So it's like, it's, it's so funny because we both knew what we was like before. Mm. And we both knew the tran transition as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that, that time, I feel like, that was the pivotal moment where it was like, okay, I need to get something on track, mm. you know what I mean? And try and have some sort of purpose. What is the purpose of this life and what is the purpose of what I'm doing as well? Mm. So it's like, I felt like, yeah, 18, 19 was the like, pivotal moment when I, I took the faith walk a bit more serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gave more direction to my life mm. as it, it was, yeah. So how did you... So that happened at 18, 19. Yeah. How did you then cope with your family dynamic changing with, with your, your mother passing away? How did, yeah. you, how did you cope with that? Because um, you was in the faith at that point. Yeah, yeah. So how did you I cope was, with that? that? That one was really difficult, I feel, because, um, you know, obviously growing up in church, you kind of like, when certain things come up, like illnesses and things, you're always mm. like, everyone's praying. And it, it kind of felt quite surreal, really. Mm. And... At that time, it was like, my mum was obviously quite young and um, passed away. We were like our, in our 20s. My youngest brother and sister, they were like under 18, like yeah, yeah. still at secondary school. So it impacted everyone quite heavy, if you mm. know what I mean. So, I f But I did, I did really feel that during that time, I felt my relationship with God became even stronger. Really? But the funny thing is, it, it became stronger because I took it even more seriously because... For me, it was like I, I went to church and like everyone was singing all these praise songs and worship songs, and mm. I, I couldn't really sing them because I was thinking, what am I grateful for? What am mm. I, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mum, or my mum's just been lost. So what am I? Why, why everyone's like happy and mm. doing this? And I'm thinking, I've lost my mum. So 
like, there's nothing to be grateful for or happy yeah. for. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. go into a quiet state. I would probably say that's probably depression, really, isn't it? Mm. Like going into a place where you can't even worship because you're thinking, what am I worshipping for? Mm. <laughs> like, I've got nothing to be grateful for, nothing to be, like happy for like my mum's literally on her deathbed and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like people be around you be like oh be strong do this and that and it doesn't work because there's nothing you can really say to someone who's in that yeah, position yeah so and, and the funny thing was like I came across a scripture saying um what scripture was it it was like um when when in our weakness that's when he is strong yeah and um, I think that passage really took me um, like took me like on a different road because mm. everyone's saying be strong or anything and then yeah. it's like in that you're like okay I can be weak and I can be like it's yeah. fine to be weak and it's because fine to strong. be yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean and it's knowing that it isn't my role to try and play the the strong one you know what I mean in that situation because God's with me and he's there with me but also he knows that I'm I'm hurting deep mm. inside you know what I mean and yeah, it's like yeah. don't put on a front you're not you know what I mean you don't need to yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be your strength in that time yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's how you kind of I, I, I navigated through that situation because um, my mum obviously I was a mummy's boy so I was yeah. always close to my mum and I felt like through that time it was very difficult time because it's like you always go to your mum with your problems or yeah. you talk to your mum about all of this stuff and your dynamic with your mum was always different to your dad wasn't yeah, it really yeah, yeah. yeah so so it was it was very hard because I didn't know how to even communicate or talk to my dad like mm. through that season as well because it's like what do you sort of say yeah, <laughs> really yeah, like that's kind of what it was yeah. but with your mum and then you don't have that person to talk to anymore and so I do feel like it changed a lot but it did make me sort to, like kind of start like kind of praying more and kind mm. of spending more time with God as well. Yeah, so you start yeah. to look to God more for your help, really. Yeah, yeah. More yeah. so than just like, you know, you might go to mum for this and this yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like, okay, now I've lost that physical person there, so now I've got to really rely on God more mm. than I did before. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it's crazy because people can go either yeah. way. Certain people get stronger with God and certain people move further yeah, away. Yeah, go, go it's like way off, yeah. You've taken something from me that I don't fully mm. understand. In terms of how did you... You talked about how you coped. What did you learn about yourself in that moment? Um, Considering you're the oldest as well. Yeah. What did I learn? I, f I feel probably that I learned that it was important to know like that's probably when a lot of my independence came as well because yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously you have the fa family dynamics and you're f everyone's close and stuff mm. but when you lose that or that's broken it's it's like an independence comes from that as well mm. and it's it's sort of a loneliness kind of thing so you need to be able to um, move a little different mm. and kind of do things a little um, I would say probably it I, I learned that I need to start trusting a lot more in my own decisions mm. as well. My decision making and really kind of being like, okay, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And this is um, how it's going to work. And like whether it, I fell or anything, it's, it's all down to me to take yeah, responsibility yeah. over that. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we can have crutches in our lives. Not saying that my mum was a crutch or anything, but mm. it's like... A reliance. A, a reliance, yeah. So you kind of 
that independence comes and you're not reliant on a lot of the things that you were before because you haven't got time to be, you know what I mean? Or or there's nothing you can be reliant on. So Mm. you literally have to go down that route. And I was really thinking about my younger siblings and stuff and thinking how, like, they're going through that, but they need someone as well there. Mm. So it's like you you need to, to, like, kind of step up and be like, okay, I've been... I've been chilling, like, but I need to. I need to literally get more serious yeah, with yeah. with my life and a lot of things. So I definitely feel that it did bring a a, a layer of like sort of maturity to me mm. going through that time. Yeah. So eighteen, nineteen, you become more serious in mm. terms of taking the faith. You move closer to God. Yeah. As you get into your twenties, you, you your mother passes away, and you then get closer to God again. Mm. You become a father. Mm. What happens then? Do you again move closer to God, or does that? Do you know? Do you know? It's funny. Like it's it's kind of felt like I feel like my, because you cause you know like even after one thing I haven't spoke about as much, mm. like when I've spoken like with people and stuff like, people don't really know too much about what happened between my mum mm. and like this moment. So, my mum passed away of cancer, and yeah. then a year later, I got diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer as well myself. So <laughs> this is like, it's, it's crazy. So that happened to my mum. A year later, that happened to me. And then I, I went through um, four months of, um, no, six months, sorry, of um, chemotherapy. What? And um, yeah, and, and praise God that I'm all clear and mm. everything now. But imagine you're going through, you've lost your mum. And then the next year you go through that. And I, I, like, I almost, when, when it happened, I almost laughed and I was thinking, what's going on, yeah, you know what I mean, like what's happening and it's like it was a real real like trying season of my life and I really feel that during that time like that's when I even drew even closer to God mm. and it's weird because it felt like all of this is happening around me and it's like people are not knowing like what's, what's going, going on, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like I was, I was thinking what is happening like all of this is happening at a similar time and it just felt like there was attacks and things mm. coming from every angle and it's like what am I doing something wrong like is there anything that like what have I done to sort of kind of you know you get into that thing where a lot of like secular people go and they go oh, I can't believe in God because he'd done this to this yeah, person or yeah. I went through this why would he put me through all of this and I was having them sort of moments in my head where I'm thinking God, like, I just lost my mum last year, yeah, and then yeah, this is happening, so, yeah, yeah, I'm dealing yeah. with this, and, like, I'm not, it's not like I'm a big, big man, I'm, like, 25, you know what I mean, and I'm going through all of that, and I'm thinking, what is, what's happening, and then people talk to you, but they don't really understand, because they can't, sort of, relate on that level, mm. so it's like, it's like, people just saying all of this stuff, and you, you're, you're really thinking, okay, what, Lord, what is this, <laughs> like, what's going on? But then I just, um, it's funny because um, Gospel Hydration actually came out of all of that. It was birthed from all of that season because there was one day I was in the CT machine and I was going in and it's a big round yeah. thing and you, you, you go straight through and it's like up at the ceiling they have like um, pictures like and, and moving images and stuff mm. just to keep you more relaxed and it was like there was an ocean and water and stuff like mm. that. And what came to my head was hydration. And it's like, out of that, I was like, 
I was like, Lord, if, if even if I had like, I don't know, one more year on this earth or two, year, two more years, what is it that you want me to do? And it was like, that's where gospel hydration came out of that. And then I was like, okay, Lord, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this for you. And that's when real purpose really came into my life. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so, and that's what like, that's what really like drove me. And that's why gospel hydration is so important to me as well. And it really, um, it's like something where I feel like, okay, this support for artists is not just birthed by my own sort of thing. It's something a lot deeper yeah. than that. You know what I mean? This is something that God wants as well. And that's where all of that came from. And it's like, I got the all clearing, um, like after the six months of chemo. Yeah. And then I was just like, that's when I was just like full steam ahead, gospel hydration. Because at yeah. that point, you, you're thinking you ain't really got that much time. Nah, I was thinking, I didn't, cause I didn't even get the results back saying that I was going to be all clear, but I was thinking, like, Anything I don't happen? know. Yeah, it's like if I'm given two years left and they say two years or, and I was just like, yeah, nah, this is something that I have to do. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> why, why is that story not told more in terms of how you created gospel, why you yeah. created gospel hydration? Because mm. people support it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an amazing platform anyway. Mm. But the story behind it yeah. is much deeper than what the platform looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't you... Um, I feel like I struggled a while, like, kind of talking about it mm. because I felt that, um, because with, obviously, cancer and stuff like that, whenever I hear anyone talking about cancer, I still yeah. sometimes get a bit... Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because, yeah. obviously, my, mom, my only experience with it was my mum passing from it. So yeah. my only experience with cancer was always death. So for me to overcome that, like whenever anyone says anything about it, I'm, I'm, I still get a bit, because I hear loads of people always like passing away from it or something's happening yeah, and it's yeah. kind of still, I'm still bat battling slightly yeah. with that. I haven't fully overcome maybe the, um, like... The feeling of... Um, yeah, the yeah. feeling and fear of it as mm. well. So it's still something that I'm still dealing with it. So it is always a bit difficult to talk yeah, about it, yeah, if you know what I mean, yeah. And, that's, and I appreciate you, you sharing yeah. that um, with us because it's just like, people are just not gonna know. No, yeah. Because gospel hydration probably at that point was still just in its infancy, but it was building. Yeah, yeah. But people are not gonna know, this is your story. So this is mm. partly why I have the platform. This is yeah. mainly why I have a platform like this. Because yeah. people will know you from doing gospel hydration. Mm but don't know the story, they don't know the yeah. story of your life and, and what you've built mm. personally yeah. to do what you do professionally, mm. that makes sense. So I really appreciate you sharing that story and I appreciate you and what you've already built with Gospel Hydration and what's going to come because yeah. there's clearly a reason why what you, the, the, the cancer that your mum had and, and how you dealt with that and then you getting cancer a year later, there's a reason why like, None of those things really, that took mm, you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason why, like, you had to then just flip a switch and now you're just proper focused mm. and, like, trying to get these things done because you're moving, like, there's not time left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, almost, yeah, yeah, it's like that, yeah. So I, I really appreciate um, you sharing that story. So then you've gone through all of that. <laughs> you've come a father. Yeah. Is that just now easy now because you've gone through what you've gone through? <laughs> is that still difficult? Honestly, I'd say probably life is a little easier now because of all of that. 
because the thing is, <laughs> it's so crazy because even like going through the chemo and stuff, because mm. um, it was quite a late stage, um, they were like to me, oh, I might not even be able to have children. So imagine, imagine that as well. And then, and then I, I have a son and it's like, for me, it's just like, I was like, okay, God, this is you. This is definitely you. <laughs> Going through all of that. And that's what, it, it, it did make it a little easier. Um, it still does have its challenges, but mm. it's, it's, it made like coping with different situations. I was a bit more um, open to like sort of dealing with them and be like, okay, yeah, let's get through this. We can get through it. If, mm. if, I, if I got through that, yeah, yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. this is something we could definitely get through. <laughs> and now you're yeah. super grateful because now yeah. you, you, something that they said potentially you might not be able to do. Yeah. You've now birthed a son out. Mm. That <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, it just feels like, it almost feels like, um, it feels like a mixture of like some of the Bible stories that goes mm. in that lot and other people as well. And I really feel like I've been through a lot of that and I feel like the Lord's just now bringing everything back. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's actually crazy. Yeah. Because like I've watched you do interviews, I've watched you talk and all these kind of things. And I think to myself, like, there's a lot behind you mm. that comes out in those interviews, but I feel like there's still like this, there's, there's other stuff yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I hear you talk, I'm just like, it all makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's a I, lot. gospel hydration all makes sense. Yeah. Like the, the level that gospel mm. hydration sets all makes mm. sense because they've got yeah. you behind it. Yeah, we're pushing it. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I hear that. And you're pushing it from a different level. Um, how far do you want gospel hydration to go? Um, for me, like, the whole focus was really to, um, for gospel hydration to really become a part of culture where it's yeah. actually influencing not just the music, but popular mm -hmm. culture in itself as well. Because I feel like there needs to be a lot more love in it. Yeah. The music, like, which is out there, there's not much love and it's, it's a, lot, a lot of it is created by people who are hurt or, yeah. or broken. And I feel like a lot of broken music comes out and it, it then kind of, like kind of imparts on other people as well. Mm. So I feel like the music industry needs a lot more love in it. And gospel hydration, I feel like it's gonna grow into a place where it's gonna become a pivotal mm. part of that, whether it's in, in sort of the development of artists themselves yeah. and be able to actually show more love on them. Mm. And then they're able to get through a lot of things instead of just being maybe a label where you pick up an artist and it's just about the money or finances. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. It's actually about the development of that person as well as, yeah. a, as who they are as an artist as well. Yeah. So I'll definitely say that because I feel like with Gospel Hydration, even though it came out of the place it came out of, a lot mm. of it as well was because I had a passion for Christian musicians. Yes. Because when I first got saved, it was actually through Christian music, mm. which was interesting because I went to an event. Um, I can't remember, like... It was somewhere in London, but it was a, an event where, and I didn't know there was even Christian music like this. Really? I was like, it was Christian rappers. And I was like, I've never heard of a Christian rapper before. Wow. And that was obviously before I became, well, yeah, I was a Christian, yeah. but I, I didn't really know about it. And I went to this and I was just like, and then my brother, like just below me, started doing Christian music as well. Yeah, yeah, He started rapping and doing all of this stuff. And then um, he obviously fizzled off it and came off it, but the one thing I remember him saying all the time because we were in Kent, 
he was trying to get in the scene in the in the Christian scene in London, but yeah. he felt like there was no support or people didn't really want him there and yeah. everything like that. And I felt like we need to create something where there's a lot more support in yeah. the Christian music scene as well. Mm. And it's not just a thing where you have your own clique and then yeah. everyone's trying just, to get into that clique. Yeah. And it needs to be something that's like, regardless if you have your little clique there, there's a larger scene there yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's where I felt that it, it needs to go because I feel like my brother got hurt from that and then he stopped making Christian mm. music because he, he felt like there's no one, no one really cares, you yeah, know what I mean? There's yeah, no yeah. support. Or if there is people that care, they see him as competition and then it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it comes a whole, whole thing. Yeah. Why they're not supporting, yeah, 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 yeah 100%. So, so that's a, a part of it as well because I feel like we need we need to um, give open opportunity to everyone because I feel like mm. everyone can develop and get better. And there's some artists today who you'll hear and you'll see and you'll be like, a couple of years ago, they were still making music, yeah. but it's, it wasn't on the level that they're making it now. So yeah. I always see that, okay, there's some development available in all of these artists, mm. but it's just trying to get them to that place. But then everyone still deserves a pla the same platform at each the stage. Same kind of opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I definitely hear that. And... You've got the Hydration Festival, yeah. Hydration Records. Obviously, you've got a vision for that. If I was to say to you, in the next 12 months, where do you expect all of those three things to be? What would you say? Yeah, so with the um, so Hydration Records is where we're focused a lot more on. So it's more investment into the, into the um, label, but mm -hmm. also the development of the artists in there. Yeah. Um, and also Hydration Festival, um, I've been talking with, um, there's an organisation in Ipswich that um, have like farmland and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, we've, we've been able to actually get space for a festival. Yeah, yeah, But then obviously something on that sort of scale was going to require a lot of capital. So like we're, we're, we're trying to figure out how can we sort of either raise that capital or yeah. kind of get to a place where we can create a festival like this. Yes. Yeah, and, and that's what we're talking about at the moment. And... Gospel hydration, that's just growing how it is. Mm -hmm. But we're going to start doing a lot more um, of our original content. And yes. Because we feel like a lot of it's curated, but we need a lot more original content on the platform for mm -hmm. us to go to the next level from where we are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in all of this, you spend a lot of time on gospel hydration. You've now got the, the radio show on Premier Gospel as well. But then you've also... Got married? Yeah. How does marriage now alter where you spend your time? Um, do you know what's funny to it? I feel like it, it, it's actually made, made me more driven, really? like being in marriage, which is crazy because it feels like I've even got more time to work on GH, which is very weird. Really? Because you think it, you think it wouldn't like be. Like you got to split the time? Yeah, yeah but yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel like that because I feel like my wife's quite supportive of yeah. what I do and we're, we're both quite busy, so she runs um, coffee shops as well. She okay. owns two coffee shops. Nice. Yeah, so she does that and she's she works um, like most of the week and yeah. then I'm doing GH as well. And it's like we're able to like come together like end of the day after work's finished and then it's just mm. our time, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and obviously like that's the time we spend together and then it's like when we're at dinner, mm. it's funny that little habits, like even just sitting at the table together yeah. and like kind of sitting at the table and eating dinner together, but talking about a day, yeah. you wouldn't see how important them little things are. Because before that, I, like 
I used to just eat my dinner on my lap watching yeah, yeah, TV, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, you do all of this stuff. <laughs> but I feel like marriage has sort of brought a lot of order to my life mm. because with before that, it would have been like just 100% gospel hydration, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. I'm, I'm just eating junk food, like ordering, takeaway, <laughs> all of this stuff. <laughs> it's like, that's what it is because it's like, you don't, you're not really like, I don't know. Like what food is, is kind of secondary to what you're passionately yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you. so you're just doing what you're doing and then you might get hungry and you order like takeaway yeah, yeah, from yeah. the chicken chip shop or <laughs> wherever. Chinese, <laughs> Chinese or, whatever. or something, yeah. So it felt like that, but I feel like marriage has brought a lot of order and stability to yeah. just everything. So it's like, it's not 100% gospel hydration. It's now sort of like spending time with family and wife. That's good. And it's good because it, take, it, it gives me more focus on GH yeah. because... I'm able to split it up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm able to be like, okay, this time's with my wife. In the morning, I'm, I'm just, I'm driven to mm. get GH stuff done. And then by five o'clock or six o'clock, whenever I want to finish, and then it's like back to family. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you learn about yourself most during, during whilst you've been married? Um, I would say um, ma- marriage is a whole different sort of like experience to mm. like your walk. If you're single or if you're, even in a relationship, if you're going back to your home at night, mm. it's completely different. Thousand it's completely different. So being, so being like kind of married, I, f- I felt about myself like I needed to open up more because yeah. I wasn't really open. Well, I was open, but it wasn't like, you know, when if, if you have a wife, it's yeah. like that person becomes one with you. So yeah. you, you have to be so vulnerable and they, you both need to know everything about each other almost. Yeah. So it was very difficult to even do things by myself. Yeah. Or, or, or sorry, no, do things together. together. Because yeah. you're doing things by yourself. Yeah, because you're so used to just doing things by yourself that when you're doing things together, yeah. it feels a bit weird. Like, and how much do I share yeah. or how much, even though you should share everything, yeah. but it's like, it's like, okay, I'm doing this. But then it's like, even like sort of, what helped a lot was joining bank accounts and yeah. things like that. Because obviously you've got a joint, joint account now and, it helps so much, and it's it's funny because it's only a little thing. Yeah. But it, it, it helps like. It will spark conversation. Yeah. And all them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also you start to like think about okay, how much? What's our budget for like food spending and all of this sort of stuff? Like you're yeah, thinking yeah. about, and it's before you're not thinking about all of that stuff, and then now it's like okay, do I have enough money to do this? Yeah. And even though like before, I'd be like, I could spend money, and then I have not note in my bank account and I'll be fine. Like, that's what I was like in my single life. And the next day I might get a little bit of money. But now it's like... have to budget Yeah, properly. you have to yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be like, I can't have note in my drink because yeah. what if my son's going to like, and he's going football the next yeah. day, then you have to pay for like whatever you've got. It need, there's a lot more structure that needs to happen when you're married or yeah, when yeah, you're... Yeah, 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 so, yeah. so that structure came a lot more when I was... Yeah, when I was married, so that's what I learned more about myself. Probably. Nah, that's good. Yeah, that's good because especially when you're when you're single, you're you're not thinking. Sometimes you don't even really plan for the next few days. Nah, nah. You kind of like if the money's yeah, here now, yeah, that's yeah, the money that's might not be here next yeah, week. <laughs> <laughs> the money might not be here next week, so let me yeah. just spend what I need to spend yeah. now. And, that's, and then when you get married, you start to think, okay. I've got to start planning stuff now, years yeah. in advance. Yeah. Not even yeah. just like next week. And nah, I start yeah. If I have a child, if he's going to be in school, yeah. primary school, secondary school, <laughs> all these kind of costs you start yeah. to think about in your head. And, 
And I think it's key that, you know, it's helped you to essentially prioritise your time. Yeah, definitely. Better um, than what you were doing before. Mm. What do you feel like in this next 12 months you need to get rid of? So one thing you need mm. to get rid of um, for you to move forward and to be better. And one thing you need to do more of. Yeah. I would, I would say probably um, be a little, little more proactive with like some of the ideas that I have because a lot of them I'm just sitting on them. Really? But yeah, there's a lot of... You I, don't seem like yeah, the person to be sitting yeah, on no, ideas, Yeah, know? no, that's, that's, the, that's a funny thing. I do it a lot, but then there's certain things that I know I need to get into motion because yeah, yeah, yeah. like if I don't, it's going to be like, okay, next year now the same goals are going to be brought over to the next year because I'm trying to, at the moment, write a book. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's and it's gonna be like on all of this, but it's gonna be called Gospel Hydration. So nice. the, the the like origin origin of it as yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. kind of talking about like um, Christian music, the support and side, and obviously going through what I went through yeah, yeah, yeah. and what kind of it brought about and stuff. So yeah. things like that, I've, I've I've started. I've got all the chapters, everything's there written, mm. but it's actually getting to the writing part, which is sometimes a bit it's like cause when I get home I want to just chill and watch yeah, whatever just, I want you want to be on Netflix <laughs> yeah. watching Ozark or yeah. whatever yeah. yeah so I'm doing that but then I, I, I need to really get a lot of them into motion more yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, I'd say probably the, comf- the, the comfortability of just being where I am yeah because yeah, yeah. sometimes you can get a little bit comfortable mm. and not really like be striving or pushing as much as yeah, yeah, yeah. you was before because you feel like a lot more set. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Especially being married, like like you said, like bring stability so you're not thinking, oh, it's, like, it's, 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 it's almost you have to motivate yourself. Yeah, so yeah, do, yeah. Because you're not it. trying to take too much risks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, definitely. You're not, take, you're not taking too much risk because you're thinking that, if this Man, happens, then, yeah. then it's going to affect... It can't yeah. it's not just affecting you no more. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it affects everyone. the whole household and yeah. everyone has to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's even like today, it's like, um, come on, wife's gone to see her friend and I was just like, um, I was like, oh, yeah, I can drop you there because yeah. I'm going to be in London as well. And it's like, luckily, it was that close it where it's like, yeah, 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 it works. And I was just like, okay, that's perfect. And then, um, so it's like little things you have to bring into account of that. All of, all of that, isn't yeah, it, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My last question to you, um, this has been a great conversation, by the way. Yeah. Um, really appreciate you. No, I really enjoyed it, man. Um, my last question would be, with where you're at in life now, mm. what advice would you give to yourself? Um, I would say probably um, be a lot more careful with um, kind of how you, how you manage your, like, what God's given you, like, mm. say, gospel hydration, or, or anything like say um, H conversations and stuff. Mm. Be very careful and kind of um, of how you manage it, like because and who you let into it as well. Mm, because cool. um, one thing I've realised is that from actually t- talking about that a little bit, like when when I go back just before gospel hydration, mm. um, when I knew I wanted to do this, yeah. I reached out to a lot of like the Christian platforms and. Mm things but I didn't get no response I didn't get no no emails back nothing and I felt like people were just ignoring ignoring me and then Mm. that's when I was like okay gospel hydration let's just build this I'm gonna do it by myself Mm. and just built it no support anything and it just grew and grew and grew Mm. and now people are like yeah we need like yeah let's connect or let's do collaboration with gospel 
hydration and like one thing I kind of fell into was really yeah I was like okay I'm going to do a collaboration with this person and do that but I was I'm doing it more because of what I went through before where I was trying to reach out to people and people weren't getting back but then one thing I got from that was that um you need to be careful as well because like when I've done certain collaborations I've not been fully happy with the output of it mm. so it's like obviously because we're creatives as well even though it's, people think it's just business it's yeah, not business yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of that goes into yeah, it as well yeah. so it's like and like how there are some events that I've done there's some things that I've collaborations that I've done where I've not been fully 100% happy with how it's mm. come out mm. and um it's like, I was like, okay, I wouldn't do that collaboration again, but I, I'd done it because I was supporting yeah, and yeah, I was trying yeah, to show yeah. love, you know what yeah, I mean? because of what you went through. Yeah, because yeah, I went, yeah. what well, I went through, but it's, but then it's like, you always got to remember like, okay, what is your vision for this? Or what is mm. the vision that God's put on your heart for what you're doing? And if you have an idea of an event, what, how does it look? Mm. And then just go towards that. And if someone else can be an addition to that, yes. then it works, but don't just collab with people because you're trying to just support them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work. It needs to actually be like, they need to be an addition to it as well. Mm. And they need to be someone that's going to bring about the, like what the vision is for yeah. it. So I'll definitely say to, um, to myself to really kind of not just do collaborations for collaboration's sake. That's, that's a big, that's a big part of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good, man. Derek. Yeah. Appreciate you. Though. No, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate, <laughs> appreciate like, you, this bro. Was, this was really good. Like, yeah. Really good. And man, for you guys watching, it. thank you for tuning into Conversation with H with the amazing Derek Chi. Make sure you go check out Gospel yeah. Hydration. Go check out the new Gospel show every Wednesday, 11 to 1. 11 to 1. Yeah. Make sure you go check that out. Um, and we'll have more content coming for you very, very soon.